Hello, and thank you so much for being here today. I have something to share that we did recently in one of my group coaching calls. And I thought, you know what? That is something I'd like to just share out in the world because I don't think I talk about it very much, but it is pretty important if you want to stay motivated or driven, as people call it. Hey there, Kelly here, and thank you so much for joining us today. I am honored to have you here. If you're looking for tips, habit shifts, and shortcuts to fitness consistency and the freedom that feeling great brings, you're in the right place. As the fitness consistency coach with a touch of adventure, I've been helping smart, busy women embrace fitness and long-term freedom for over 20 years. I am so glad you're here. Today is a quick quick day. I just wanted to talk about something that came up in one of our group calls lately. And it was just, it, it's, it's this thing that falls in the middle. When people say to me, I'm not motivated, um, or I need to get more motivated, or I don't feel like I'm driven, I don't have the drive, all of these things. I talk a lot about um, what would I call like the externals, right? Like having accountability, having community, having um, a schedule created, doing the FPA, right? The, the flipping plan ahead, um, all of the things that are external that we use to keep ourselves motivated. Because face it, I mean, we're not always motivated to move, but using those externals helps. And then there's the internals that we talk about. And that's more like the um, having something to look forward to, uh, like that's really an external, but it is having, it's an internal because when you really think about things that you want to have to look forward to, then it creates that plan for you or creates you wanting to make the plan. And then there's also like knowing your why, like what's the, what are the desires behind your goals? Like those kinds of things will help drive us forward, right? Help keep us motivated. But then there's this, this like in-between place. And this is one of the places that I go to more than almost anything else. So I wanted to share this today and I've bring it back together and just think about this as like the middle, the middle piece of motivation. And these are three practices that we're working on within the group. And I'd like to invite you to share with us. So the first practice, heard me talk about it before, but I, it bears mentioning, is some kind of meditation, okay? And a lot of times when I say the word meditation, meditation, <laughs> I can't even say the word meditation. When I say the word meditation, people just, you can just see it in their eyes, they just zone out. The reason, there's, really, there's a real reason for actually doing this. Um, well, there's a few reasons for actually doing this. But the first thing is I'd like to say is, you don't have to have a big practice, okay? This can be literally a practice. I mean, meditation can be nothing more than breath work. I mean, it can be as quick as a five minute, just a five minute break. But what it does is it stops us from spiraling, escalating, um, getting into our head and out of what we know we need to be doing. Because when we get in our heads, whatever that is, right? Um, this isn't working. Uh, I don't I don't see any difference. I got on the scale this morning and it's worse. Like when we get in our heads with all those things, it holds us back from what we want. 
So when we take a few minutes, just a few minutes to meditate, to bring ourselves back to center, then we see that the stuff that we're chattering about in our heads is, is usually kind of baloney, right? Like, I mean, it, supposedly we have, I don't know, I, I hear all different numbers, but something like 67,000 thoughts in a day. And out of the, those 67,000 thoughts, maybe three are original. <laughs> I mean, we do a lot of looping in our brains. So this allows us to come back. And so I have a couple of things that I can suggest. One of them, this, and I now I don't use these apps, but these are apps that people use that they like. One of them is called Headspace. Headspace, um, I'm sure it's a paid app, but they have tons and tons of meditations. Oh, someone in my group said that they use uh, Peloton and that Peloton has app has meditation apps. There's Calm, Calm has meditation apps. I mean, I use an Aura ring. I know there's meditations that are attached to that ring somewhere in my app. So like meditation is, <laughs> it's mainstream, okay? It's out there, it's everywhere. Use it. Um, you can use YouTube. So my suggestion on YouTube is that if you're going to use, use if you're going to use YouTube, use um, a ad-free YouTube. Just pay for the ad-free so that you don't have things interrupting you in your meditation. And also, don't allow it to um, to make suggestions for you, right? Because if you allow it to, they will keep making suggestions for you, and the next thing you know, you'll be down like you know a rabbit hole chasing chasing meditation squirrels because um, of all the stuff that they suggest to us. What we're trying to do is trying to bring ourselves back to center, calm, back to center. Okay. So that's, that's step one, five minutes. Okay. If you don't have five minutes, then do what I call box breathing. Okay. And box breathing can be done in a lot of different ways. This a very, very simple way of doing it is simply like breathe in for four seconds hold it for four seconds, breathe out for four seconds, hold it for four seconds, or breathe into the count of eight. It doesn't really matter, okay? Some people say that different um, different time timing on your breath matters. Probably does, probably does to a small degree. But the reality is, is that all that really matters is that you do it, okay? All that really matters is that you stop for a moment and do this. So consider that. Okay, then step two, first is meditation. Step two is, oh, everybody's favorite, journaling. Okay, so here's what we're doing in the group now. Um, the people who agreed to do this that said, I'm a, I can't journal, I can't journal, I can't journal, but I'll try it. So here's the agreement. The agreement is they can sit there with a journal open in front of them for five minutes, once a day. <laughs> That's it. They don't even have to write. They just have their journal open what's going to happen is they are going to start writing and the reason that i find journaling to be so powerful is that it comes back to all those thoughts running around in our head when we have all those thoughts running around in our head i got on the scale and i gained weight um i ate like quite frankly crap yesterday or um what are some of the other thoughts i've been doing this for a long time and i don't see any difference like there's so many thoughts that just run through our head that they just happen, right? <laughs> Thoughts really do just happen. So when you have a journal and you can just ask yourself a really simple question, like, um, I'd like to, okay, here's, here's where we go. How about this? Something that worked today is, okay? And 
give yourself an even time, something that didn't work today is, or something this, maybe you're doing in the morning. Maybe this is about yesterday. It doesn't matter. Just use prompts and prompts, prompts can be anything. Okay. Like prompts can be anything. I can sit down with a prompt and I'll say, Oh, I'm going to do a review from the last quarter, right? I start doing a review from the last quarter. And next thing I know, I'm writing about, I don't know, <laughs> writing about unicorns or <laughs> whatever. Okay. Forgive me. I'm, I'm a little giddy today, but really no, truly like it just doesn't matter. All you're trying to do is get some of the stuff that is running around in your head onto paper because two things happen when you get it out of your head, you calm down. Okay. Everything can calm down because now it's out of your head. It's like when you make a to-do list, you know, this is true, right? If you're, if you write lists at all, you know that when your head's running around in circles, you sit down, you write a to-do list, and it's like, you can take a deep breath. The same thing happens with journaling. You just simply sit down and write down the things that are running around in your head, the things that might be bothering you or the things that are exciting you. It doesn't matter. And then when you come back to it, you can the next day either poke holes in these things that were running around in your head. This isn't working. That isn't working. Or you can go, okay, if that's not working, then what's next? How do I make a difference? And the way this works with your fitness is that a calm mind is a motivated mind. It really is. Okay. A calm mind is a driven mind. So if you find that you're slipping on your motivation or your drive or things that are going on, when you can calm your mind down, then it becomes simply that much easier. Okay. Third thing is finding a mentor. Okay. And I'm going to suggest doing this in a different sort of way. There's a um, quote out there that probably has a lot of validity. And it says something along the lines of you are, you are the total of the five people you spend the most time with. Okay. So not, not that, you know, you're just like the five people you spend the most time with, but those five people actually um, influence you. Okay. And I'm going to give you a counter example to what we're going to talk about right now. And this is, this is, it's science. Okay. <laughs> this, you can go back. This goes back to, I think it was the eighties when this um, study was done, but what they found, this was, they were studying people who had um, basically who complained a lot, right. Who had that negative mindset and they complained a lot. They found that over time, people who complain a lot, actually their brain begins to shrink some because the piece of their brain that actually um, comes up with options starts, well, it quits, it quits because the complaining becomes an outside source, right? Like this is all on the outside of me. I can't do anything about it. But the most interesting thing to me about this, this study was that the people who were around the complainers started having the same reactions. Okay. So if you think about that, like I know a couple and they've been together for a very long time and he is, he is a complainer. Like, I mean, I love them dearly as a couple and I kind of avoid him as much as I can because, you know, there's something always wrong. What I've noticed though, was after 
however many years they've been married. I think they've been together like 25 years now. She started doing the same thing. And so once again, you know, we are, we are like those people that we spend the most time with. So all of that to say that, that kind of sad, (laughs) sad example I just gave you is the opposite of what I want to talk about. And what I want to talk about is let's say you don't have a lot of mentors in your life that, you know, exact um, show you the positive sides or whatever it is you just don't have those people those people are often um, they could be a coach they could be a pastor they could be um, a good friend like there's lots of people out there right but an easy way to find those people is to go out and listen to books from people who are really uplifting writers okay and i'm not talking about fiction or historical writing or anything like that this is like positivity writing it's um it's new science writing it could be spiritual writing it's like all um it could be business like there's a lot of in within the business sector there's a lot of people who write about you know habits uplifting stuff like this but what you're looking for are people you can follow on an audible or a scribe or a scribe however you say it um or even on a youtube or ted talks any of these places where they're going to give you interesting thoughts, uplifting ideas, and things that stimulate your brain and stimulate your desire to be motivated, your desire to have drive. If you if you do this, like if you never do this, okay, do this as a test. Do this as a test for just five days. Um, and I'm not suggesting podcasts as much as I love podcasts. The reason I don't normally suggest them is because um, you end up listening to a podcast, and if you don't have all of them queued up after that with that one person that is giving you, you know, all the happiness, then who knows what's going to come up next. So you can use podcasts, but just make sure you cue them, um, and you cue them to be the people that are going to be positive and and uplifting. But what happens is that when you listen to these things, and it doesn't have to be for long. I mean, this is simple stuff. Maybe you're driving in the grocery store. Maybe you're driving to work. Um, if you've ever heard me talk about me in traffic, me in traffic is, um, I can be kind of, I can be kind of vicious in traffic. <laughs> I become a Rottweiler in traffic. So when I'm driving, I listen to, you know, uplifting, positive speakers, audible, that kind of thing to relax me and get me out of the Rottweiler stage. So, but those are the kinds of things, like it can be super short, short. It doesn't have to be, this could be when you're taking a walk. I do this a lot of times um, with my coach. I listen to her when I'm doing my exercises because I can do my workout and focus on what I need to focus on. And still she's in my background and she's chatting away and she always has fun ideas. So think about that. I mean, think about the, that middle space. It's kind of like the, the <laughs> someone said recently, Kelly, when you told me those things, it sounded like the purgatory because I don't really want to do any of them. But think about that, that middle space, that middle ground, where if, if you just spend a short bit of time, just a short bit of time on each of these five minutes, doesn't matter, they're going to shift your brain and your outlook so that staying motivated, being driven, becomes a whole lot easier. It becomes who you are. So remember, meditation, journaling, and find a mentor 
in some sort of space that you can listen to that uplifts you. So I hope that helped. Let me know. I mean, I'm very interested. I know that uh, sometimes when I say these things in my group, it's met with a little bit of skepticism, but everybody dives in and I love hearing about how well it's working for them afterwards. So let me know and you have a wonderful, wonderful day and I will see you next week. Bye-bye. Thank you again so much for listening today. I truly appreciate the opportunity to connect. If you're ready to incorporate fitness consistency into your life, I'd love to help. I have a special gift for you. If it's a struggle to stay consistent with your fitness and you're ready for all the energy, vitality, and feeling great you can have, go to my website, fitisfreedom.com. And on the homepage, you can get a free copy of my Consistency is Key Masterclass, plus a fitness plan you can follow along with guaranteed to get you started on your path to being fit and free forever.